So thank you for uh, uh, accepting my invitation and accepting to be on my show. I appreciate the invitation. I really do. I apologize for the little error this morning. I thought I had it on my calendar and I didn't. And I, I kind of live by my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so, but thank you very much. You've been very gracious. So uh, I've gone through a profile. I came to know that uh, you are a nurse and, uh, and I wanted to tell uh, you about you and about your work to my audience. Yes. So I'm a, um, do you have specific questions? I am a nurse um, and I practice in um, more than one realm of nursing. Um, nursing is a very diverse career. Um, and so do you want me to speak about what I do now or what I have done? Yeah, starting from what you have done and uh, okay. till now. Yeah. So, so I spent before, a, before that, sure. uh, can you please introduce yourself to my audience and to the world who is watching and listening to you? <laughs> Yes. So my name is Julie Gerlinger and I'm a registered nurse and um, and I live in um, Arkansas uh, in the United States. Um, and so and I got your very kind invitation and I thought this was interesting. I like to meet new people myself. So um, as far as being a nurse, um, I wanted to be a nurse for about 20 years, and it was very difficult for me to achieve that with things going on in my life, um, but it was a goal, and I was able to accomplish that. Um, as a nurse, there's I, I have my first field of practice was medical surgical nursing, and so that's in the hospital with patients who have medical illness or have had surgery, and I have learned how to take care of them. And then um, I also learned how to take care of patients. Um, I, I do, I work in psychiatry, so I take care of patients' mental health, um, and that's a different set of skills. Um, then I have worked as a, um, a care manager, um, and care managers as nurses, if you're in the hospital, they're helping you to have all of the things put together so that you can come out of the hospital and be successful when you discharge from the hospital. The, the care manager role that I did was what we call longitudinal care management. So it's over, it's across the spectrum of health. Um, I take care of adults, um, but these adults have diseases. And so if they have diabetes, hypertension, heart failure, um, uh, asthma, COPD, I help them manage the disease so that it improves their quality of life. Um, and so that's building up to where I am now. But I, um, I got my master's degree in nursing informatics, which is a more technical realm of nursing. And it's a younger nursing field. And so now I work for a technology company and I'm a clinical consultant. And my role is to help um, make sure that the that the software or the product that we push forward makes sense for the clinicians. And so, you know, as a nurse, I know how things work and or what makes them not work. And um, and when we're putting a product together, um, you know, we have very brilliant people. I don't code and I'm not, you know, that's like there's skills to code, to build to you know, manage the database and all these things are very different skills and they're different than my nursing skills. 
So we bring things together and we say, okay, we need this built in a certain way, but what, you know, what is going to interfere with the relationship? My goal, if I do my role properly, is that the clinician can work with the patient and the software does not distract them. It doesn't get in the middle of the relationship of the clinician and the patient. But we have to chart. Even back when we were using paper, nobody loved to do the charting and the documentation, but it's it's necessary. So if the document, if we provide them tools to help them with the documentation and to be more comprehensive about it and the tools work so that they do not interfere with the clinician and the patient, then we've done our job well. Does that kind yeah. of make sense? Yeah. yeah. So so I I for me, nursing is only limited by your imagination. And there's many opportunities, and and I love to explore and learn new things. So right now you are a technologist. At the same time, you are into nurse. Yes, I. They use my skills as a nurse to push forward technology in a way that is appropriate and not. I call it clinically tone deaf when it's like the software is kind of there, but they didn't quite get it right. And so our job is to make sure that it that it rounds out the 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 user interface and it meets the needs of the clinicians and then brings you know more tools and it brings more value to back to the bedside awesome i think i met the right person as a technologist <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, how much experience you have uh, in understanding about human bodies and uh, the 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 failures that happens in human bodies um, well, it depends. I, I knew for 20 years that I wanted to be a nurse and I worked in healthcare in different arenas and different angles, I guess. So I, I started learning about the human body and disease, both by, you know, I have, I've been to the doctor, I've had, you know, surgery, I've had, I've been ill. And so I learn it as a patient and then I learn it, you know, working, I worked in rehab where I was taught by physical therapists and occupational therapists about the mechanics of the body and help people um, improve their physical well-being. Um, this was before I was ever a nurse. So I know I know things in lots of different little ways. And so then for me, it's all like a big puzzle that you put together. So I've been in the healthcare field for over 25 years. Um, I've been a nurse for about almost seven years. So there's a there's a difference, but all of that time I was learning. And in some ways I appreciate the learning because part of what I did before was I understand how patients don't always understand. And so, you know, it's wonderful that my doctor has 12 years of education and all this experience and all these things that they've done. And then they 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 use all their wonderful skills and they provide this diagnosis and they provide a treatment or an intervention or a medication. And if the patient doesn't understand it and they take it home and they use it wrong, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so, so for me, I spent a lot of time not always understanding how things were, or I was, I only understood them from one perspective. And then as I become a nurse and I learn this in a different way and it's a more um, in-depth way and then I work more closely with doctors and I'm having a different discussion with them or you know when I was the 
the aide, I would go to the therapist or the nurse and they would talk to the doctor. Well, now I'm the nurse and now my aide is telling me something. And so now I'm having to, and now I'm the accountable person. So if you have that accountability and you have that knowledge and that license to protect the safety of your patient, the conversation changes. Then, you know, I don't know everything. I will never know everything. There is a whole world of things to know, but my job is to be, you know, to understand how to find the information I need, how to find the person who has what I need, how, you know, so basically I have to learn how to be a good resource. And so sometimes that resource is the patient is upset or the patient isn't doing well. And maybe I see something different than the doctor. And so we have to have a discussion and we have to say, hey, this isn't working. What do we do? You know, and so it's a, it, so you wind up being a resource and a, and a problem solver. Um, but I like that role. To me, it's, it's facilitating the patient's well-being or, you know, facilitating their, their, you know, reducing their stress or improving their health. And at the end of the day, though, as a nurse, what you learn, there's very little that's under my own control. (laughs) So that's why I want to give the control back to patients and why I want to, you know, even in technology, the, um, our customers are my patient. They, they're stressed out. They're going to get new computer system and it's new software and they don't know about it. And they, they're like, Oh, I don't know. And, or maybe they're excited and they're like, I can't wait. But either way, we have to make sure that they like understand what they're going to get and that we help them be more calm about it, if that makes sense. And so for me, that's like the, the nursing role still applies. I'm helping them. Like I'm assessing them what do you need? Tell me about your day. Tell me what this looks like. And then I say, okay, we have to make sure this. So I'm still their advocate. I still, you know, speak on their behalf, but I have to understand what they're doing to take care of their patients. So, you know, for me, it's when I'm a nurse on the floor, I take care of my patients. When I'm a charge nurse or when I'm an informatics nurse, I take care of the people taking care of the patients. And if I do that right, then the patients get good care. Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, in your life, uh, you uh, you are being a reason for a lot of uh, people's good health. And at, at the same time, you are uh, being uh, uh, you're, you're beneficial for them. You you are you're you're creating some positive effect in their bodies and you're being you're 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 giving your contribution. So so how many people got affected uh, positively because of your work? I mean, I can't, that's, you know, I, I, that's not something I count. Um, I feel like more times I notice when somebody isn't affected positively because, you know, I think by nature I'm, I have an empathetic, um, personality. And so when they don't feel right, there's a, there's like, I don't feel comfortable And so for me, it's, you know, I always want my patients to be, I can't say I don't want, I want them to be delighted. Sometimes we're having very somber conversations and we're having very, um, you know, one of the hardest things in, in nursing or in medicine is that life is death is part of life. And so sometimes you're talking people through, you know, your health will not ever be the same or death is imminent. And so, you know, but can I ease them through the transition? 
um, can they be more accepting of this? Because, you know, I've had patients who have been so distressed about the current situation of their health that they want to take their own life. You know, to me, that's a very rash decision. And if we can get them through that stress and on the other side, they're like, oh, now I would make a different decision. I feel like, okay, my life is going to be different, but there's still things I can do. I can still have this vitality. And so for me, that's important to improve the quality of their life. And so it's reflected in every patient I see. Um, For me, I think there's probably, it's more impactful when I can't deliver some sort of way to help them be more peaceful with it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, um, and, but, you know, and it's, and it's the patient, it's their family, it's whoever's close to them, whoever they love, whoever's affected by their health. Um, all of, you know, any, anyone you have contact with, because the patient is never a patient. I say never. Generally, the patients have other people that are around them, and that's as much a part of their health as anything. So, to me, health is a spectrum, and it's a, and it's a, it's conditional on their surroundings and, and, and so many other things. And I just tend to really appreciate that. So you're learning, and you already learned uh, uh, a lot about uh, the mechanism in different bodies of human beings, right? So, so. Have you ever thought that how this this is being created and how this structure is made and uh, who who made uh, you know everything in this certain way? Why these cells are moving like this? Why you know have you ever in this 20 plus ex- years of experience of yours? One day have you ever sat somewhere and try to understood who created this structure in in this way and uh, everything is going like very perfectly and who is the designer of it and have you have you ever got this dot doubt i i kind of go back and forth like sometimes i wonder if there's a a a master designer and sometimes i wonder if that's just the beauty of the universe and i have comfort and peace with either okay so the, how, how you feel now so you have studied a lot now a lot of information is there in your mind you have a very practical experience so what do you think you know everything today oh no never like there's how many billion people on the planet and how many things have i never experienced or done and so there's what i know is so minuscule and compared to the whole world around me i so my joy is just to learn the things that bring me joy and to turn that knowledge around. And I love to help other people understand and use the knowledge in a way that's useful and practical for them. Um, To me, you know, only understanding theory and not putting it into practice, that's, um, that's for me, like a tragedy. (laughs) Like I want to understand the theory, but I also want to make it work. And so, um, so for me, it's, it's, there's a whole world. Like I will never in my whole lifetime, I will never know everything. And so then it's just about the journey and the exploration about what I can know and how I can bring these things together. And, and, oh, this is kind of like this, even though you would never think that these things were related, I can see how they relate. And then I get this more broad set of practical skills because, you know, I can see the techno the technology side and I can see the 
the biology side, you know? So, so for me, I, I never think I'll know it all ever, ever, ever. And that's so, wonderful. Like I will never, I will never run out of things to learn. So what, what, what is your present job? What you are doing now? Um, I work as a clinical consultant. And so my role is with working um, with people who we work with a client, we're learning their needs um, and what they need to take care of the patients when they're coming to a new computer system. And so then I work with the people who are building the computer system and I help give like consultation or advice on how to um, assure that this system does not interfere with the, the clinician and the patient relationship. So it's, you know, the documentation is a requirement. We also want to put those, you know, other tools in there that can help you be more comprehensive so that not only is the tool, you know, to put the, the data or to put the information, but also that it can give you something back so that in real time when you're working with the patient, you know, doctors can't know everything. They don't know every medicine, every, you know, we might have a specialty, there might be a broad base of knowledge, but there's a lot of tools that we can bring to the bedside where when they are working with the patient, they can say, oh, I need to look up, you know, this right here. And then they get that, that broadened information. And so also making that information available means that, again, you know, it helps them be that good resource for the patient. I don't ever expect that my doctor knows everything and that the first time that they see something in the room that they, if they don't know it, that they must be, you know, a, a bad clinician or, you know, poor quality. I, I want them to be engaged and I want them to say, I need to learn because, you know, again, even in 12 years of medical school, you're never going to learn it all. And so if you are open to hearing my, my problem and you are open to learning and, you know, and it's, so it's a journey. Um, and it's a journey that with a healthcare provider, you take that together. You know, sometimes you, you have a brief journey and you, you know, they just do surgery. That's it. And sometimes it's more straightforward. But with some things with health, the, the more longitudinal and the more, you know, that record can provide. So maybe you do have a different provider, but somebody else can see, oh, they were doing this. I don't have to do this. Now I need to go to this next step or, oh, they didn't, you know, so it gives them so much more collaborative information. Um, and, and so that's my role now is just to provide the, the, the medical or the nursing perspective so that when the technology people are building it, that it makes the best sense for the people using it so that it doesn't become a barrier to care. Does that make sense? Okay. So you're, you're being uh, the mediator between, uh, uh, the users and, uh, the, 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 the software creator. Yes. Yes. And I enjoy it. It's that's a whole other learning. It's a whole other learning experience being in this technical position, because now I'm having to build my own technical skills. I've my employer has been kind enough to let me do build class, which not all of the clinical consultants have as much interest in the build side. But now I can speak to it because I've done it. And and for me, it's a little bit more of a struggle. But, you know, my theory is that everybody shouldn't be good at the same thing. <laughs> we should all be good at different things. And so when we learn how to bring those skills together, we make this, this beautiful thing. And so, you know, I understand build well enough. I go, oh, well, what about, you know, this functionality or what about that? Or if the client, I think there's a word, the word just, 
And I say just as a four letter word, like it's a curse word. And I'm like, people are like, oh, you just have to do this and you just have to do that. And it's like, no, when you're building something, even just moving a period is like, you know, two hours of build or, you know, something really ridiculous. And it's disproportionate to maybe what they're asking. And so understanding like what goes into the build, but then also what the clinician needs helps me say, tell the clinician, oh, look, you know, I know that this seems like it would be easy to remove the parentheses on this, but it's really not that easy. Those parentheses have to be there. And here's why. And so I explain it a little bit more in plain English for them. And, um, and then, you know, then we can say, so is it really necessary that you want this or is this preference? Is this going to interfere with you giving care? So it's, you do, you kind of work in the middle but the more I can understand both sides, the more I can have empathy for both sides, I feel like the better that communication becomes. So that is what the communication, the information technology. So uh, you are uh, you, you are studying uh, and uh, you know you have seen people having physical pain and uh, you understood the emotions of the people. That was completely the job where you can understand uh, the physical pain and the mental illness, physical illness of the human bodies. Now you become uh, a technologist. I mean, you are trying to uh, understand the technology and you are trying to uh, put the emotion that you have understood and try to make uh, uh, the, the invisible thing software. Uh, you are trying to connect. Uh, I mean, you are you're being the barrier between this software and uh, and uh, the the users, the 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 website or the uh, the mobile app or whatever the software users. So, as 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 a human being, what how how is this experience? Because this is like emotion is uh, emotion and logic. Technology is a logic, and what you have understood is emotion. So you are trying, you are understanding both. So how is your experience now? Um, I think I I like it, and that is because the technology has constraints. Um, but some of the people we work with, they have constraints too, and so sometimes it's about you know explaining those constraints. Um, but also sometimes it's about explaining that there's um, where they where one person might think that there's a constraint here. We're like, oh no, open your mind. This is so beautiful. Many of the customers, if they don't understand the technology well enough, they don't understand why, you know, clicking a box matters. Um, I'll just, you know, type it all in. Well, free text is not something that you can, when it comes to data, free text is not something that you can use very well. And it takes a while to start putting your data in. But once you put your data in, it starts giving you something. It gives you rewards in return. It can give you reports and trends and you know, all of these other things. And so, you know, when somebody's very, very stressed out, you just want to tell them that it's not going to make their life terrible. So they can't really appreciate that higher level of, of um, understanding the technology. But so the first thing you do is that when they're in a state of stress, you try to ease their stress. Um, but then when they, when they're, when they get to that baseline understanding of, okay, I can do this. It's not this scary. And, oh, maybe I like this. And we try to really focus on like, how is this going to make things at least the same, but, but hopefully better. So we start looking at those things that make it better. And I'm listening. Like, I want to hear them tell me about when they take care of, 
a patient. Because then that's when I say, oh, we have this tool. And when you start putting that data in, that data can give you something back. There's a report that you can get back or there's insight or there's, you know, something that you can get back. And so then the data is, it's, it is, there is more analytical, but there's beauty in that. Like to me, there's art in, in the abstract and there's art in the, the very precise. And so, you know, they've, they've maybe worked in this realm of abstraction and they get like this clinical gestalt They're you know, they have their experience that they tap on, but what if we could take their experience and enhance it with the data? And so for me, that's about helping them become more technologically mature. Does that make sense? Okay. So, so I, I like it again. It's about nursing all over again for me. That's, that's the, the lens that works very well. So I also did a project on uh, uh, crime report management system, which is about online uh, police station. So which was my graduation project where I have to understand uh, the features and the functionalities of uh, this police department. I have to collect all the information, which uh, functionalities that I have to put on the uh, user interface, the, the front end of the website. So I have to collect all those information in order to uh, create uh, uh, all those buttons and categories and all. So I know I, I understood. I connected with what you said. <laughs> it's an, and it's exciting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's an amazing like, job. Yeah. And so and that's the beauty is that, you know, like I'm meeting different people, people who love the data. I, I'm still a little bit messy, right? I'm still a little bit, you know, one foot is more abstract and one foot is more technical. And so like, if you just totally routed me down a technical route, I might not be happy. But for me, for my personality, I'm so happy to be able to, you know, have some part of me in this technical sphere and I can appreciate that beauty. And one, you know, some part of me in this abstract sphere, but then I get to bring them together so that they can both appreciate each other better. And I, I like that. And I, I like watching you talk about your, your project because I see you light up and it's like, Yes, this is the beauty of it. This is the part where it's fun. And not everybody thinks it's fun, but we, and not everybody has to think it's fun, but we need people like you who do because these tools are useful. And so, so that's where I get, you know, I derive joy from helping people become more, I guess, technologically mature or with their health. They're more, you know, they're more, um, their health is better because they understand better. You know, so it's it's just bringing it to the people in a way that makes them like understand it and understand and not be afraid and be able to use it. And it can improve their quality of life, whether it's their quality of work, their quality of health. You know, to me, these things are all just different flavors of the same thing. It's just, you know, that self-improvement. Yeah, it's uh, important for uh, even the technologist uh, to understand you completely. Uh, uh, so that uh, he can create uh, 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 a software with which we, uh, he can connect with uh, 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 everybody who needs it, who wanted it, and who can use the service better. So it's, I, I can understand, uh, and I can also understand uh, you. The, the experience that you have makes him or her to understand uh, easier what to put and what not to put. Right. And so, and I get, like I said, I get joy just from kind of being, it's, it's an honor. It's an honor to be in the role of facilitator. 
if that makes sense. Like for me, that's an honored position. So then, you know, you ask me, how many people have you improved? You know, like this is, this is part of that. And, and so who, you know, I don't even know the, the work I'm doing now is being rolled out at a national level. Um, so I'm not even going to get to know all the people that I've helped, but my hope is that it helps and that it improves things. And so I, and, and I love that, but I want to make sure that my work is good and that people are heard and understood and that they understand the rationale because then it's, you know, to me, it facilitates the change process. So I've gone through your profile and uh, you have a website. Is that your website or uh, you're working for other, other uh, companies? The, um, the Julie Thinks? Yeah. Yes, that's my own. That's just me and I opine and it's kind of messy sometimes and and I probably need to do it more, but <laughs> so it's just like a blog and um, it's it's a place for me to put thoughts. And so as I, you know, sometimes I have to struggle with, um, I have a lot of clinical stories, but, um, you know, we have a regulation with HIPAA for patient privacy. And so if I tell a clinical story, I want it to be removed enough from the patient that no one can identify the patient. And I want to respect that. And But I still have some really good stories. Or as a nurse, sometimes you do things. There are some of the things that we do that you do it over and over again. It's it's like with coding or with some of your you know, programming. Some of these things are the same over and over again. People are kind of like equations. Like it's this variable plus this variable plus this variable divided by this variable equals this. And, this, and the, the equals is your person. So there's all different things that go into it. So you might have a different person on the end. But some of the variables recur. Um, and so so in the same like thought of that, we as nurses, we develop this patient who's an amalgam. And so I can tell a story about a certain diagnosis or a certain procedure, but it might be that you know it may be pulled from several different patients where the same thing was, similar that happened. And so we put this story together. And so then you can have these stories that they don't violate patients' confidentiality, but they can be anecdotal and they can teach. And so I, I do enjoy that part of it um, quite a bit. As I, li- I like to teach and help people understand the concept. Because when you understand, for me, I'm a conceptual learner. If I can understand the concept, then even as I don't know everything. I understand like what it should kind of look like. So then the rest is just details. It's just part of the process, if that makes sense. So everybody who is connected with you understands you very easily. That's that is my goal always. Okay. So at last, do you have anything to say to the world and to the uh, people who are watching this? Oh, just thank you so much. Like I look, I like to push forward good, you know, and and I. I, I have an intense personality and sometimes I get very, very emotional, but at the end of the day, I just always like to push forward good. And um, that's, I liked your podcast. You like to interview different people. You like to, and, and, and I just thought that's so cool. And so I just always want to be part of something good. Um, and, and so to that end, like, you know, seek out, be curious, you know, those are things that I embrace and, and I think if you do that, it's easier to find your joy. Awesome. So that is what my last question is. So as a person who was into medical field for a long time, who understood a lot of human beings and uh, understood the mechanism in different bodies of human beings. So 
me talking with different bodies who are into and those bodies are from different parts of the world and those bodies are into different professions and me trying to connect with their uh, uh, mental uh, thing and what, what do you think how what is what do you think that is working for me in order to make this possible and what do you think that uh, 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 how it is going to be useful for the people who are watching and who is listening to me well, you know, gosh, there's there's a big world. And so the nice thing is you're pushing forward some positivity. And I like that you are looking for variety. So, you know, that's what a, sometimes people, you know, technology has created some information bubbles and people don't always get outside of their bubble. And I'm a fan of like, get outside your bubble, fight. There's more bubbles out there. There's a whole bubble bath. And so for you, I kind of like that your, that your podcast just is, you know, it's like, I want to talk to anybody. I want to know anything. That's very cool. And I think that, that there's value in that. So awesome. So do you want me to share any website links of yours or people uh, if, if they want to follow you or if they want to see the service that you are doing or if they want to see the work that you are doing? So if you want me to share any links of yours on, in the description? Um, yes, actually. I have... Um, I have a diabetes guide that is published and funded, and it's a tool for people who are, it's United States specific, and um, but it's a tool that people in the medical field can use to help with the treatment of diabetes, and it was just one of the projects that I've done. Um, my uh, my website is um, www.juliethanks, J-U-L-I-E-T-H-I-N-X.com. The, that is also my Twitter profile, Julie Thanks. And so if you want to intersect with me on Twitter or, you know, read some of my blog, it's, um, it's, it's always a work in progress. I don't always know everything. Um, but I'm, but I just, I enjoy the collaboration and the sharing. So awesome. I hope uh, you continue the uh, the, the the positivity the spreading the spreading positive energy of yours uh, to the world and I hope a lot of people will get affected with the positive energy that you have and at the same time uh, there uh, and I hope uh, uh, in your complete life uh, you'll be the reason for uh, a lot of people's uh, good mental and physical health. Well thank you and thank you for pushing forward this positive this positive series i i enjoy it and i enjoy you and i like i said i like to meet new people and and so good good for you for 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 doing the thing because because it needs to be done and so i think that's that's good work thank you so can i put this uh, video on my youtube channel with your permission yes you may and i will send you the the links um uh for I'll, I'll just send you the, the, the links, but the diabetes guide, it's just helpful. Um, and it's the, the university that I worked for copyrighted it. Um, but I'm the, the, it's, but I'm allowed to use it because one of the things I, um, I advocated for was that it's a free tool and it's a free useful tool. So, um, that's one of the, you know, we all have our little pet projects that are close to our heart. This one is one of mine because it helped it. And I'm still, I still kind of work on it, but it helps bring treatment to people for their diabetes because in Arkansas, diabetes is a very prevalent disease and a lot of people don't understand how to treat it. And so it's it was important to me and to the clinicians that I worked with in the clinic that we made the treatment easy so that people could do it at home. 
and that they felt comfortable with it. And so it's, it was a good learning process. <laughs> so I hope uh, you'll continue, uh, you'll continue learning. And uh, like I said, uh, people get affected positively because of the service that you're doing. And at the same time, uh, they get benefit uh, from you and, 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 in your life, I want a lot of people to uh, get uh, use uh, your service and get benefit. And I'll share well, the link. Thank you very much. Yeah, and uh, I hope everything goes well. So can I uh, and also can I put this video and audio clip on my social media, internet, podcast, website, everywhere with your permission? Yes, you have my permission. So thank you, ma'am, uh, for giving me your valuable time, and see you again. Thank you, yeah. and. Thank you very much. And I, like I said, I apologize for the, the, the misstep this morning, but thank you very much. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.